All right, we are back for Saturday's three-game slate. We got two days left of the NBA regular season. Um, sorry about not uploading uh, today. But, um, yeah, before we get into uh, this video, and it's all, it's all early games. We have early games, three games uh, today or tomorrow, and then I think almost every team plays on Sunday, and it's all early games. So that's going to be a wild one, the, the last slate. But uh, let's recap everything from the last couple days. So uh, this was uh, my lineup on Thursday night. Um, so I have one question for the people out there, um, and that would be the Skyler Mays faders. So my question is, how on earth did you know that without Shaden Sharp, basically only two guards on the team, how did you know that he would play five second half minutes in a competitive game? How did you know that? Without Shaden Sharp, Mays plays 14 less minutes. No guards on the team. So, how did you know? How did the Maze Faders know that that would happen? They would play five second half minutes. Absolutely unreal, because that is over on prize picks as well. Just give him a normal rotation, and he easily crushes and goes over. That was just so, so incredibly tilting. Um, but I played for um, the or THT to be out. I got Dunn and, and Kelly O at low ownership. They both absolutely smashed. Um, Chatty Osmond smashed. My big fade was Ricky Rubio. I did not understand why he was so popular. The most amount of minutes he's ever played this season has been like low 20s. So I really did not understand the Rubio ownership. Um, I ended up fading Jalen Suggs. Um, I went to Okiki. I'm so mad about this. I had Bull here instead of Okiki, and I was debating Zach Collins and Bruce Brown over Embiid and Okiki, and I would have left a bit of salary on the table. If I would have done that, I would have taken out everything. So I'm a little bit mad because the Stars didn't have a ton to play for. Um, but yeah, I still had a very solid day overall. I won like $500 profit. Um, and then uh, today, so um, started the day off with a nice takedown in Call of Duty. Um, nice $500 there, so no complaints. And then also wanted to shout out, uh, whoops, not mean to do that. Um, I wanted to shout out uh, BP and uh, Rex. Two members, uh, 20 grand each. Um, love to see it. Rex took down the $555 tournament. Um, he, yeah, I was, I was really high on Zach Collins. That's why I'm, I'm mad at him playing myself. And then BP also won 20 grand. That was in the big, I think the $20 tournament. So, uh, love to see that two people win 20 grand. And this was my final outcome. I won like, it was like 500 profits, four or 500 profit. Um, and then tonight, man, there's, there's no one that runs worse. Look at this lineup and tell me there's no one that runs worse. No one that runs worse, man. The Bucks were the biggest edge of the slate. I, I, I don't know what people were doing. 30% of the field played Bobby Portis. When it was, once he got that lineup, it was very clear he was not playing. What are people doing? Um, yeah, I made a post about it. I thought the Bucks could have ran like a six, seven man rotation. Uh, well, they played like the starters plus Thanasis, just huge minutes. Um, Wigginton, absolute smash at no ownership. Um, 50 bomb, 5%. But. I was de- so what I could have done is I could have went to Barshawn Beauchamp here instead of Terrence Davis, but I really didn't think any of those Kings guys were, were going to play. And if they if if all the questionable players were out, the Kings only had nine active bodies. Um, and I thought Harrison Barnes would start and play like a couple minutes, and that would be it. So I really thought Terrence Davis was just going to play like almost the entire game with the offense to himself. So that's why I ended up leaving that room for Terrence Davis. Also, how did the faders know the Kings still relatively shorthanded? Four of twenty-seven shooting for Terrence Davis. How, how did you know that would happen? Shake Milton starts the game off one of 15. Okay, sure. 
exactly. Obi Toppin, right? How did you guys know no one played him? It's a foul trouble for both. Quickly, barely plays a minute in the second quarter. Obi Toppin, two quick ones, put it on the board. Brandon Ingram? No way, right? It's Trey Murphy. It's everyone else but Ingram. Hardy. This, this is really stupid. And I, I told Pia about this. You have to embrace the variance with these last couple sites, but the edge is massive, right? If, you could, if you're really on top of things and know your stuff, again, the Bucks all being like single digit ownership tonight is just unbelievable, right? They were the best plays of the site, but Hardy, come on. Man. We got the news Luke is only going to play a half. There's just no way you're rookie. It's not like he wasn't playing a ton uh, in the regular rotation. So why on earth are you shutting Hardy down? And why don't we get that news, right? Why do we not get that, that he's only going to play a half? We got the news, Luke is only going to play the first quarter. Why didn't we get news that Hardy is only going to play the first half? And you mean to tell me, Dusty Reggie Bullock, he plays the second half? What are we actually doing here, Jason Kidd? You're a loser, Jason Kidd. What are you doing, man? I'm really mad about that. I literally bubbled everything in tournaments. And all these bad beats, right? If I get a normal game from Ingram... If, I, if my low-owned Knicks don't get in massive foul trouble, they don't close the top in either. Um, Terrence Davidson shoot four of 27, and Hardy actually plays the second half. It's a massive night. Because, again, Wigington, no one played him. Shen Go, I was really high on him. He was low-owned. And I just get punished because, again, this runs so, so incredibly bad. So, um, yeah, that's the recap of everything. I'm still very profitable over the last couple of days. Also, hit on, on my prize picks. Place went three and one on prize picks. Um, the uh, nuked Shingoat, and then uh, paired him with uh, Svi and Bryce McGowan. just because minutes thing. It was really a minutes thing for those Hornets. I thought the projections were a bit too low. So um, that's a recap of everything. And uh, before uh, we get into this three-gamer, really quick, the sponsor is PrizePix. And guys, if, you're not, if you are not on PrizePix, if you're a first-time user, you can use the code DKDFS. I'll also have a link down below. So what will that do? It will give you 100% match up to $100. So if you deposit $100 with my code, that's a free $100 to play with on the site. Um, and I'll have a prize picks video up. I mean, I don't know. There's like no one on the board right now. It's only three games. We'll see. Uh, might just might just wake up early tomorrow and make a video. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's everything. And all right, now let's talk about this three game slate. So we'll start off with Denver. Uh, I would be absolutely shocked if any of these main guys play. They have nothing to play for. They are listing Bruce Brown and Reggie Jackson as probable. I would not be shocked if Bruce Brown doesn't play in this game. But if he does. Then, I mean, it's Brown and Reggie Jackson that I like a good amount. Um, Bruce Brown played 38 minutes last game. You know, he's going to run the show offensively. Reggie Jackson should be the number two offensively. He played 30 minutes. Those would be my two favorite options for Denver. Christian Brown's 5-4. He should play big minutes, played 33 minutes last game. Not going to be super, super productive, but a reasonable option. Peyton Watson started last game. I'll play 26 minutes. I think he's an okay value play. No one will play him because he played bad last game. DeAndre Jordan started last game. I assume he'll start again unless we hear otherwise. I guess they could go to Zeke Naji. Um, but if Jordan starts again, I think he's a fair value play. Um, I don't know if we see 30 minutes again. Uh, you could see a little more run for Zeke Naji. He only played 17 minutes last game. Um, Jeff Green, I, I could see him not playing. He played 22 minutes last game, but we did see when Denver rested their guys a few games ago, Jeff Green was active but didn't play. So like, I'm, I would be a little bit hesitant about going to him. And then Vladko and Ishmith rounded out of the rotation. I don't hate Ishmith at 3-8. Uh, He'll play the backup point. He played 23 minutes last game. Again, he's not a bad point-per-minute guy. So that's Denver. Again, I'm not like, there's just no way Jokic, Murray, Gordon, MPJ, KCP are playing. There's no way. I'd be absolutely shocked if they play here. Um, and then um, if like Bruce Brown gets ruled out, uh, then obviously like Reggie's going to look, everyone's going to look a little bit better, right? So I think there is a chance that Bruce Brown is not playing this game. 
All right, let's move on to Utah. So no marketing, no THT, no Linux, no Kessler, no Clarkson, no Sexton. So um, this team's really shorthanded. I believe they have nine active guys. Dunn's one, Agbachi's two, Samantich is three, Fontecchio's four, Azbuki five, Jones six, JTA seven, Juzak eight, Mika Potter nine. They have like five bigs, right? They have the two, uh, Azubuki and Jones. They have Mika Potter. Samantich is kind of a big. Um, JTA is like a win. Like, like, like they have like no guards, right? The only guards they really have are Dunn, Ochai Abachi, and um, Johnny Juzak. So um, I think Chris Dunn looks really good at 6.9K. Played 35 minutes last game. Um, he's going to be the guard. He's going to be the high seizures player on, uh, you know, the point guard. He's going to be the high seizures player on this team. So I really, really like Chris Dunn. Um, I do like uh, Agbachi as well. Um, he shot 6 of 18 last game. You can't expect that again. He also got in some foul trouble, but I think he's going to play pretty big minutes here. I think he'll be number two offensively, so I do like him. Um, Samancic started, uh, played 31 minutes. I think he's a reasonable play, assuming he starts again. He's a guy that can kind of stuff the stat sheet, so have interest in Samancic. Uh, Fantecchio's 4-6. I expect him to play you know, high 20s minutes. He's reasonable. Azubuki and Jones should split the center position. Um, Jones had the big game two games ago. Azubuki had a solid game last game. So I don't see the minutes upside on, on really either because they're splitting it, but uh, you can still consider those guys in tournaments. JTA, I mean, he'll be in the rotation, but he's just not playing enough minutes for me to get to him. Juzeg should see decent run off the bench. Um, and then I don't know if we see Mike Potter, um, but he, maybe he'll play a couple minutes. So I would say it's mainly the top end guys for Utah. Dunn, Ochoac, Bocci, Samancic, a um, little bit Anderson, Fantecchio. The bigs are both fine too. All right, Portland and the Clippers. So you got Eubanks questionable, Watford probable, um, and Reddish is questionable. So I think if Watford plays and Eubanks and Reddish don't, they'll have nine guys. Sharp would be one, Mays would be two, Watford would be three, Knox four, Walker five, Harrison six, Jonathan Williams seven, Butler eight, and uh, Manaya nine. I literally cannot say Jonathan Williams without laughing. But Shane Sharp, I mean, this is a tricky one because last game he was playing so well that they just never brought him back. And Chauncey did that with Skyler Mays last, the, the game before that, or like, you know, last night. So I'm a little bit worried about Sharp playing limited minutes here because that's what Chauncey has done the last couple sites with, with Sharp and then with Skyler Mays. So if Shane Sharp plays his normal high 30s minutes, then I like him a good amount. But I'm a little bit worried you could see limit, limited minutes. Same thing with Skyler Mays. Like he only played 22 minutes. Five minutes in the second half. Like, what, what are we doing, man? What are we actually doing with that? So incredibly stupid. Um, Watford, he's just not playing enough minutes right now. He'll be productive when he's on the court. But 22, 19, and 20 minutes over the last three games. Don't think I can go there. Now, if Eubanks is out, it be interesting to see, like, do they start Watford at the five? Do they start Jabari Walker? Um, we'll see. Like, John Butler started last game. He played a ton. Um, he's not really the best point permitted guy, but he's 4.5K. Jonathan Williams started and played 32 minutes. He's reasonable. Jack Harrison played the backup uh, guard. He played 24 minutes again with Sharp and Mays now both available. He probably loses a little bit of run. Um, and then Manaya will be in the rotation as well, played 28 minutes. So, like, consider some of these value plays. I like the ceiling the most on, like, Sharp and Mays, but a little bit worried about their minutes and Watford, right? Um, and then, yeah, Jabari Walker, he's going to be productive when he's in the court. Just a matter of how many minutes he, he gets. He hasn't been playing a ton. He did play 26 minutes last game. Um, if Eubanks is out and you get him starting, then I would like him a bit more. For the Clippers, so there's two teams on the slate that are playing for something. It's the Clippers and the Timberwolves. They still want to win games, right? So assuming the Clippers' main guys play, well, I guess technically, I mean, the Clippers would want to go to the sixth seed. Right now, they're the five seed, so I don't know how they're going to play it. But if, if the main guys do play, I expect normal minutes from Kawhi and Westbrook. 
Um, they're going to be popular just because there's a lot of value on the slate. So it's going to you know kind of force that stars and scrubs build. In a competitive game, I think you get high 30s minutes from, from Kawhi. Westbrook got randomly benched last game because Bones Highland played well off the bench. But normally he's going to play mid-30s minutes. So I have Anderson Kawhi, I have Anderson Westbrook. I think Kawhi's a little bit safer than Westbrook, more guaranteed minutes. Norman Powell should play solid minutes off the bench. He had a really, really big game last game. But when I've played in previous slates, he just goes for like 20 fancy points. I fade, he comes off the bench, 40 pounds. Okay, why not? Um, but yeah, Norman Powell, I think is reasonable. Zubach played a ton last game. I hammered his overs um, on prize picks because um, they said they're going to play more against Anthony Davis. But um, yeah, if you get like 30 minutes from Zubach against this front court, he can smash. I do like Zubach too. Um, if you think that the Clippers are going to troll with minutes, um, then you can consider Bones Highland, who like if they limit Westbrook or they limit Kawhi and Bones gets extended, he could smash. I'm not as interested in Batum. Um, Gordon's going to start most likely, probably play mid-20s minutes. He's okay, I guess. I'm probably not going to go there. Terrence Mann will be in the rotation. Uh, Plumlee will back up Zubach. You might see a little bit of Covington, but I don't think I'm going to get to any of the value plays for the Clippers because there's other teams, you know, like Denver, like Utah, um, Portland, the teams that are way, way more short-handed that I'd rather go to. And Minnesota also playing for something. They have Cat, questionable, but they said that he expects to play. So I like Cat, and I like Anthony Edwards a good amount here. Um, these should be the guys leading the way offensively. I expect, you know, high 30s minutes for Anthony Edwards if the game stays close, and probably um, low to mid-30s for Anthony for Carl uh, Anthony Towns. And it's a great spot, too. 8-4 for Ant, 8-3 for Cats. Those two look really, really good. Um, Gobert, I think I would only get to him if Cat is out. If Cat's in, I think it's a little bit pricey for him. Slow-mo, Conley McDaniels, I'm probably not going to get to these guys. I would say if I had to pick one, it would be Slow-mo, who has still had some big games, even with his team fully healthy. Um, I'm not going to mess with the value, though, for the Timberwolves, so it's really just the main guys. And finally, the Spurs. So I was really shocked that Keldon Johnson played that last game. just didn't make any sense. Like, Why are you playing him in that game? But he's questionable. We'll see. If Collins out, you know, more usage for guys like Zach Collins and Trey Jones, who in a competitive game should play around 30 minutes. I would like both Collins and Jones if there's no Keldon Johnson. And then everyone else look a little bit better, like Bates Diop, like Branham, um, Champagne, I haven't pronounced his name, has been playing really well, but he's been shooting the ball extremely well. You would get more run for like Dominic Barlow. Um, he could be playable. There's no Keldon Johnson. Blake Wesley's been horrific, like Langford to play a little bit. But I would say it's mainly Collins and Jones that I've been interested in for the Spurs. Um, and if Keldon's in, I would say it's probably just Keldon, Collins, and Jones. Because if Keldon's in, it really hurts the value plays here. I know Bates Diap had a really good game in 26 minutes, but that's an outlier. I'll let the fish chase that. I don't think he'll be popular. Mubuklish Faley is like in the rotation and being productive, but not playing enough really for me to get to him. Branham, I took his overs on prize picks last slate, shot one of 12. Like what? I just don't understand, man. No one runs worse. It's confirmed. But yeah, so that's the Spurs. Keep an eye on the Keldon news, right? If he's out, it's going to make everyone else look a little bit better. But all right, guys, that's going to do it for the video. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and uh, we'll see you all in the next video.